Welcome to Wyoming Valley Church's podcast with Pastor Todd Walker. So we're talking about trusting. Trusting. I don't know what you think about when you think about the word trust. When I hear the word trust, I think of something difficult to do. I just do. Because trust, to me, seems very hands-off. Right? Something like, um, if I would sit, come over to you, like we just ate food, and I would say, close your eyes and open your mouth. I'm going to put something into your mouth. Would that be easy or hard for you? <laughs> now, no matter who that is, if, there was, if, so, if somebody was putting something into your mouth, I would find that very challenging because I would have to trust that the person doing such a thing would not put something weird or gross into my mouth, and that would be very hard because I like control. Anyone else? I like control of my life. Now, I thought about this with trusting. Why is trusting so hard? Why is it trusting so hard? Because it does take a lot of work to do something that is seemingly not work. Isn't that interesting? Here's what I thought about trusting. There is both a subject and an object when we trust. There's a subject and there's an object. Now, I looked up this on something called differencebetween.com. The difference between subject and object. Maybe you would know that answer. Maybe you would have a proper answer to that question, but I decided to look it up. What's the difference between subject and object? And this is what it says. Subject does the action. Object is the center of the action. I thought that was a very interesting definition or way to differentiate the two. Subject does the action. Object is the center of the action. Now, when we're called to trust, the subject is the reason we need to trust. Let me give you an example, okay? Um, when we're sick, when you and I are sick, and I really hate being sick, I know most of you do as well, when we're sick, we need to trust that one day we will get better, correct? That's what helps gives us peace while we're sick. So that's kind of the subject. We're, that, that is what differencebetween.com said. The, uh, the subject does the action. We are trusting that one day we will get better. The object is the thing or the person we need to trust in order to help us. Here's an example. We're sick and we need to trust that a doctor or God will heal us. Do you see the difference? One is we're hoping we get better and trusting we will get better, but it's very disconnected. We're just finding some solace in the fact that one day the season will change and we'll get better. The other one, the object, is that we're trusting in a person to help us get better. Does that make sense? Now, maybe you guys have ever done a trust fall. Anyone ever done a trust fall? Um, I've been a part of a couple trust falls, which I think are obnoxious. I don't really like trust falls. Again, I, I struggle with trust. But is, if we're going to use the trust fall as the, as the object lesson here, no pun intended, the subject is this. I will be caught. When I fall, I will be caught. I won't fall to the ground. I won't hit my head. I won't be concussed. The object is this. He or she will catch me. Do you notice the difference? The subject is I will be caught. The object is the person who's doing the trust fall will catch me. Now, when you think about the word trust, I don't know what scripture passage pops into your mind, but there's one that pops into my mind because ever since I was young, I was taught this verse. In fact, there was a plaque. Do you remember that? Hanging on my door. Did it have my name on it? Yeah, it had your name on it. It had my name on it. So it said Todd, and then it had this verse below it. And this is the verse. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. 
In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. Do you notice the object? Who are we to trust? In the Lord. Just ambiguously trust? No, we're to trust in the Lord. The Lord is the object. We need to trust that the Lord will direct our paths. But is there a subject in that passage? Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Where's the subject? As I was looking for a subject, I realized it's not there. But if you rewind, that's, th that's verses 5 and 6. If you rewind a couple verses, you find the subject. Listen to this as Proverbs 3, verses 1 and 2. My son, do not forget my teaching, but have your heart comply with my commandments. For length of days and years of life and peace, they will add to you. Do you notice it? The subject is trusting God. The, excuse me. The subject of trusting God is complying with his commandments. Do you remember the definition of subject and object? Subject was the action. The object is the center of the action. The subject of trusting God is complying with his commandments. His promise is that we will have length of days, years of life, and peace if we obey his commandments. We need to trust that God's promises will stand sure and steadfast. Therefore, we should trust and obey what he has taught us. Obedience to God is the subject of trusting God. But the object is not the commandments. Nor is the object obedience to the commandments. The object is who? The Lord. Remember what I said about the trust fall? Someone will catch me. I won't fall. I won't be hurt. The object is the person catching you. The object is not the commandments. The object is not your obedience to the commandments. The object is the Lord himself. Do you notice the difference? We need to trust the Lord enough to obey his commandments so that we will receive his promises of lifelong peace. Now, if you take the subject away from that verse, there's nothing for you and I to do. We just sit back and we let the Lord do everything. And that's an easy trap to fall into, going, well, if I'm going to trust the Lord, I do nothing. I sit back and I let God do everything. I'm just going to sit in my room all day long and just hope that everything turns out well. But is that really what God is telling us to do? In fact, I would say that doesn't represent Christianity at all because there always is something for us to do, isn't there? Always. There is a subject of our trust, and that subject is obedience to the Lord's commandments. We are to obey what he says. Now, that's the subject. If you take the object away from that lesson, we don't have an object. And guess what happens when we don't have an object? Guess who becomes the object? Everybody raise your hand. You're the object. We default as our own object. If there is no object, it is now up to you and I to be the object. It would look this way. Obey God's commandments and you will have lifelong peace. Obey God's commandments and you will have like lifelong peace. Is that what it says? No, that's not what it says. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. If you and I trust in our ability to keep the commandments, we're trusting in ourselves. And you and I are not trustworthy people. I hope you know that about yourself. If you are to be the object, if you are to be your own God, you should be worried because you're going to let yourself down. We might misstep in our obedience, correct? We might do it incorrectly. And then 
we might fall to our death. Like imagine in the trust fall, you're the person that has to catch yourself. You're going to fall off a table, fall backwards off something, and you're going to land. Otherwise, the only person who can catch you is you. Now you need somebody trustworthy in that scenario, do you not? And if we simply obey the Lord's commandments as we've been taught, as careful as we can, we will not fall because why? Who is the subject? Excuse me, who is the object? Who will catch us? God, the Lord himself. The Lord is the one who's going to catch us. And because the Lord is the object, we can be filled with peace and can gain lifelong peace from the Lord because his promises will never fail us. Obeying him means we can trust him, not us. I hope that made sense because it made sense in my mind as I studied it. And what's the point of this? Guys, Wyoming Valley Church, and I think every church, today is in a very weird place. They're in a position to have to trust. Every single church, all the pastors I've talked to are all in the same place. We're in a bleak area, we're in a bleak spot, and we need to trust. We are in a trusting season right now. But remember, if we're the object, we're trusting ourselves. If we're the object, we're the ones that have to keep this afloat. We're the ones that have to catch this thing before it hits the ground. Right? If we're the object, it's up to all of us here to make this work. But if trusting is the subject, if your and I's job is simply to trust in the Lord and do what he's told us to do, and we leave the object alone, and the object is the Lord himself, then who's it up to? to catch us? Who's it up to to keep this thing afloat? Who's it up to for the success of this church? Now, don't answer the question because I'm going to tell you the answer. When Christ told Peter this statement, he said this, on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Peter was encouraged to trust in the Lord, not Peter. It was not Peter's ability to build the church. It was whose ability to build the church? Christ's. It was Peter's responsibility to do what? Obey the Lord and let the Lord build his own church. Do you see the difference? And I thought about this going, man, that's very profound. Because I've been feeling the weight on my shoulders going, I have to carry this thing. I have to lift this thing. I have to get this thing back. And maybe you guys have as well. And God is simply saying to us today, stay faithful. Stay obedient. Be the subject. I'll be the object. I'm the only one who can be the object. We're not supposed to trust in our obedience or our faithfulness, are we? We're supposed to obey and we're supposed to stay faithful, but we are supposed to trust in the one who has not and cannot fail us. And who is that? It's the Lord. The Lord Jesus. If we obey him, he will catch us before we fall and he will build his own church. I hope that's encouraging to you. We're talking about trust. We're going to pray on this exact thing tonight. I hope that's a blessing to you. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to the Wyoming Valley Church Podcast. Join us for worship Sunday mornings beginning at 1030. We're located in the Dolphin Plaza on Highway 315 in Wilkesbury. Learn more about us at wyomingvalleychurch.org. Wyoming Valley Church, a place where all are welcome.